This podcast is presented by Genius Sports, driven to deliver the difference. Experience the power and excitement of live events with Ticket Smarter. You can find seats to more than 125,000 live events, including sports, concerts, and theater shows on TicketSmarter.com. Ticket Smarter is also a proud partner of the Mac. Think smarter. Think Ticket Smarter. Back to the Call to Action podcast. On today's episode, we have Sammy McConowitz from the MAC Champs Toledo Women's Basketball. Sammy, how are you doing? What emotions are going through your head following the championship? Um, now that we've had some time to calm down, uh, I'm more relaxed now. But initially, it was just very exciting. Um, you almost couldn't even like put it into words because that's something you dream about your whole life. So for it to actually happen and be in that moment. It was just crazy exciting. We talked about like on the bus ride home, we're all just scrolling through our phones and like we all just have the biggest smile on our face and kind of just was there for a while. But now we've started to calm down and uh, focus in on what's next. Now, I know for you, you're a big hometown kid. Um, You're Mm -hmm. from Rossford, so you're really close. You watch the program develop. Um, Mm -hmm. So does this mean like almost even a little bit more to you? Um, I don't know if it necessarily means more. I feel like it might be the same uh, no matter where you go to school at. Um, it was, it meant a lot knowing that I had a lot of like community, community support behind me. Um, you have a bunch of people reach out to you. Um, I know there's a little cafe in Rossford that they're like, we're going to put the game up if anyone wants to come watch. Um, so that aspect of it, I think I had a lot of people watching, but I feel like anywhere you go, um, and you're in that hometown, people are going to be like, like, let's watch the game or whatever. So I don't know if it meant more, uh, all together. It was just, it was great for everyone. I feel like. Talk to me about the experience just in Cleveland, uh, what you liked most just being at the tournament um, outside of winning, of course, uh, that would clearly be number one. But just what what did you like about I mean, you played arch rival in the championship game. It was a really good crowd. Um, just take us back, I guess, before the championship of what you liked most about the championship feel and everything at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Um, I feel like leading up to that game, uh it's a championship game. So obviously there's a lot at stake and everybody knew that, but then on top of it for it to be BG, it just meant even more. Um, and then going one and one uh, with them in conference, knowing that this kind of came down to this game um, that made that, it made the game feel more important almost. Um, but coach Cullip actually did a really good job of just keeping us all calm and kind of making it more like just go have fun and play loose. And I think that was key because Knowing, obviously, there's a lot of pressure, but taking some of that pressure away allowed us to just play more lax um, and jump out to that big lead that we had. So I feel like that was really important. Yeah. And you you, you said with Coach Cullup, um, you know, having you play loose and, and have fun with it. And you guys have won 16 games in a row to this point when we're doing this. I mean, has that been the message throughout pretty much? Or how have you guys put together such a streak? Um, yes and no. I feel like that message came more. Uh, we talked with Cleveland State's coach uh, at one of our practices. Um, I think it was after, but we played Buffalo in the tournament and he kind of gave us that message. And then from there, uh, coach just pu- pushed it even more. Um, before that, I feel like we didn't really have that message. We all kind of knew what was at stake, um, but we didn't really think about like just play fun. We were just trying to play our basketball because we had played so many close games 
and we continue to play very close games and then have to come from behind. Um, so I wouldn't say that message, that message came later in the tournament, I would say, but it came at a very crucial time. Yeah, I think that's important. And talk a little bit about Coach Cullup, but I think anybody can look at her and just know she's just like a really caring person on and off the court um, and the way she treats media and everything. But tell me a little bit about Coach Cullup from your perspective and as the player's perspective. From So my perspective, Coach, she's just so all about you as an individual whole. Like she's not worried about just basketball. Um, even this whole week, she's been like, stay on top of your academics. Like that's get those, get those done. So you don't have to worry about them, but she just cares about you after basketball as well. It's not just on the court. Um, and that just helps build like such good relationships with her, knowing that when it comes to the time and she's got to give you a hard message or something like you just take it differently. Um, cause you know, she's doing it for her, your own good, like for my own good, I guess. So that just her relationships that she's built with all of us are they're they're great. Um, and I think that's a big reason why she's had su- the success she's had. Yeah, I got to know, because I heard her talking as you guys were leaving the stadium that you guys were going to eat good on Saturday. So uh, I got to know what was the dinner? <laughs> uh, so we actually we came back here to Toledo uh, because none of us wanted to stay at that late for our, our men's game. Um, and we got Kira. It's a hibachi place in town. And it, it was delicious. It was very good. What's your hibachi order? Um, I get chicken hibachi, chicken or steak. They just kind of got it catered. So we just had like a giant thing of rice and noodles and chicken, veggies, all of it. But it was really good. Sounds like a dream. Yeah. Tastes even better when you're a champion, I'm sure. Uh, yes. So, you know, next up here, NCAA tournament. Uh, saw you guys all getting together at Savage for the selection, uh, heading to knoxville which obviously has a great history of women's basketball how excited are you to make that trip you guys i mean you don't play tennessee right off the bat um you know taking on iowa state but uh when that just that whole experience of just getting the name called um being a savage and, and then knowing where you're going and and just kind of i know you said coach Cullop has said you know stay on top of your academics and everything but just what's going through your head and and your teammates head of like hey we're we're going to be sort of close to home we're headed to Knoxville and can't wait to get this weekend going um I think we're just ready to compete um we we drew the 12 seed so I mean it's not terrible we'll take that um but it's more importantly like we're not just going down there like oh wow this is exciting we get to play a game like we're going down there like we're going to win this game we need to like we are going to make a statement like we're trying to win more than just one game that's not the goal we want to go beyond that um so it's great to be there but there's also a reason that we're there the experience on Sunday, that was another thing that like you see on TV all the time. You've seen it all these years, but to actually be a part of it and kind of be that team that you see celebrating, like knowing that you're in, um, especially last last year, we had watched it at Coach Club's house, um, not knowing what could happen. And it's kind of, you know, devastating. You don't see your name up there. Obviously, we weren't 100% expecting it. But this year, knowing that like it's going to be up there, it's just the matter of when. And then having the community behind us, like it was just very exciting. Yeah. And and your team is no stranger to tournament play. I mean, you guys had deep run in the WNIT. So how does that experience help you guys since you did play in the WNIT and made a, a great run last year? How do you think that helps you going into the NSA tournament? Um, it helps because we know what the stakes are. We know it's win or go home. Um, we've been in that experience. We've played tough teams, even when we got late into the NIT last year, playing Middle Tennessee. 
Um, and we know what that feeling's like. And just knowing that you have to play your best basketball, um, especially now being in the NCAA, um, we have to get these wins um, or we go home. Uh, and I think that just helps uh, because we've been there playing against Michigan. We've been in the big games and we know what that moment feels like. So it's not going to be anything new to us. Let's walk back to that Michigan game because you just brought it up. What was it like to take them down in Ann Arbor? That was another, I don't even have words for all these experiences. They're all just like, you almost, you don't expect it. Nobody expects it. But when you actually do it, like, it's just, just overwhelming. Like, it's just overwhelming, exciting. Um, that was another really fun game. Um, it just makes it, it just makes the win feel so much, so much more, I guess. Especially because it's so close to Toledo. Like, it's only about 40 minutes. So it's almost like they're, like, neighbors in a way. It's about the same with BG, honestly. Yes, and our fans travel great everywhere we go. <laughs> I fully expect a bunch of them in Knoxville. So with that, there was it was almost like we were at Toledo. Like, even uh, playing there, it was it felt like it was split 50-50. And when that final buzzer went off and you just heard them, like, roar, it was crazy. And it felt like you were almost in Savage Arena, so... And and that was going to be one of my next questions is just uh, we've asked a number of people from Toledo that have come on here, just the support that Toledo all just no matter the sport, it seems like the community really gets behind um, their teams. Um, you mentioned it. I, there was a huge crowd in Cleveland here for the tournament. Uh, you mentioned it in Ann Arbor, planning on being in Knoxville. How much does that support mean to you? Um, and then how much does it help you? It means the world to us and it helps incredibly because it really does make it feel like you're at home and just hearing them like getting them when they get excited and into the game and it gets so loud that you can't even hear like the play calls. You just know like the energy's there and they're they, we feed off of their energy and it's incredible. I've never seen a fan base like this, um, especially just I don't know, even going anywhere, I guess they're just always there, always present but it really is key to like our energy too. Yeah. And now I want to ask a little bit about your journey onto the basketball team, because I know you were a preferred walk on now you're on the all tournament team for the max. So tell me a little bit about that process over the years for you. Um, So my senior year, uh, we did, we didn't really know how the recruiting process worked. Um, my siblings never played any sports at the college level. So my parents didn't know what to expect. I was the first one and I was the youngest. Um, and then with AAU, I didn't get into AAU until eighth grade. And it was just put together by uh, one of our grade school coaches. Um, so it wasn't like those high AAU programs that you hear about. Um, it was it was made up. I think it was called the Toledo Stars. It was, I don't even know. It was the most made up thing ever. <laughs> um, we eventually transitioned to SMAC, which is a little more well-known. But again, it wasn't a part of like the higher up ones. Um, so I didn't have a lot of experience um, with AAU or um, the recruiting process. And I also wanted to stay home. So my options around here were kind of the BG Toledo or there was Owens Community College. Um, and that was kind of it because even like 45 minutes to an hour was about the like I was like, no, because I want to be able to make that driving distance. So Tiffin, I had an offer from Tiffin, which is funny because Coach Ivy was the head coach there who had actually offered me. Um, and I told her, no, I was like, nope, sorry. Like, I want to stay home. 
Um, so I didn't do that one. And those are the only ones I had. So I just went with Owens because um, Toledo and BG hadn't offered. They were just the closer schools, but they hadn't offered anything. And it wasn't until like late February, I think, maybe middle of February, that um, some of the Toledo coaches actually came to some of my games. And I didn't think anything of it. I was just saying, I honestly didn't even notice until afterwards. People were like, oh, so-and-so was there. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> um, but then finally they reached out. It had to be end of, end of February. Um, and so I started talking with them. Coach Cullop came to a game and it was a tournament game she had gone to. And she's like, we'd love for you to be a Rocket. And I was like, okay. Like, so I kept thinking about it and I committed like, I want to say April of 2020. So COVID had uh, started. Um, and she told us, she's like, you just have a walk on. Like, and I'm like, that's fine. Like, um, I'll see what I can do. I can stay at home. Don't have to pay for housing. So I was going to try it out for a year. And if it didn't work, I would change my plans. But then um, first couple of weeks of the school year, uh, after some practice happened, coach got on a Zoom with me and my parents, and she had said that I had a scholarship um, open. And I was like, I was so grateful. I mean, that was something, again, that you dream about. And like, I never expected to get a full ride. Um, so to actually get that, I was like, wow, like, this is great. Um, but then I just, I mean, I didn't expect to start. I just kept working, like, just like what I normally do. Um, I've always been one to just work hard. Uh, and do my best at everything so that's just what I did it ended up paying off for me so yeah you started as a freshman <laughs> you, you kind of said it probably at the end there but what would be your message to kids in high school that you know might be along the same lines of of what you were dealing with and just um, you know what what would your advice be to them uh, if they want to get to where you are uh, I just think as simple as it may sound, just never give up and just keep working um, because obviously it'll pay off eventually one day down the road. Um, and you may not see it coming, but as long as you just continue to like do your best and give your best, your effort's not going to go unseen. Somebody's going to see your effort. Uh, and I think that's just very important. Yeah. Now, would you say like, did coach Ivy come over after I'm trying to remember when she did end up going to Toledo and were you kind of like oh like hey sorry I said um, no <laughs> well it was a zoom meeting in the summer we did zooms um again we couldn't meet with everyone so we were doing a zoom meeting once and coach had told us she's like all right we think we have our like this is going to be our new coach like I want you guys to meet him on the zoom call so I'm waiting waiting and then I see the little name pop up it says Jesse Ivy and I'm like I think I know her <laughs> like I definitely know her um, and we never really talked about it until the first game of my freshman year. She always writes us like little notes and she put something like, I think you and I were always destined to be on the same team together. Um, and that was kind of, that was cute to see. And I actually look back and I have a picture of her and I at, when I went to a Tiffin camp and it's the worst picture ever, but <laughs> it's funny just to see where, like where we were and then where we are now. So full circle. Yes. Now at Toledo, you're a uh, early childhood education yes. major. Um, why mm -hmm. did you Why did you want to get into that? And you know what's What's the end goal on that side of things? Um, just what do you enjoy about just being in early childhood, and and um, and where do you want to take it? Uh, for sure. Um, so I've always done coaching. Um, I've coached soccer uh, in the Rossford area um, through their like their rec center they have. And then I've done basketball there. I've done t-ball there. 
So I've always been in the coaching. I kind of did that for some extra money. It didn't pay a lot, but it was fun. Um, and then babysitting. Uh, I've babysit so many people. Um, and I've always just enjoyed working with kids. And then they just are so interested in what you have to share. And I just love that because, like, you could tell them, like, I don't even know. You could tell them a silly thing and they think it's the best thing in the world. And they'll take it a million miles. So kind of seeing that joy and excitement when they learn something new. Um, that's kind of how I got into that and settled on that. Um, so far it's been good. Um, I've been getting in the classroom a lot more. I think my end goal, I think it's to teach, uh, I want to say like around between kindergarten and second grade, I'm in second grade right now and I really enjoy it, but I also want to see what it's like to work with some of the younger kids. Um, I know some people love it. Other people, they're not about it. So it'll be interesting to see how I like to do that. And then I'd also like to coach, um, at some level at some point. You have a lot of patience if you're sitting in the kindergarten to second grade group. <laughs> I was going to say, I have, I have two kids right in that realm. So I have, I have a pre-K and a first grader. So, you know, anytime you want to try out anything, uh, I'll send them your way. We'll see how you do. Although I think they're very easy kids. I'll, I'll brag about them for a second. But but anyway, that it is a fun age. I learn all the time. I mean, the stuff that they come back with. And it's amazing. Just last week, my daughter's telling me about volcanoes and she knows about like the two that are still active in Hawaii. I'm like, where are you? It's amazing how quick they pick up everything. So it's, I, I wanted to ask that because I see it every day now and it's, it's crazy to me. And, you know, we, we, I don't know when you live through it, you don't know. I don't remember any of that stuff, but um, yeah, it's, it's fun to see. So I had to ask that. Um, what, what other things? Do you enjoy um, off the court? We'll get into some of that. We always like to, on on our show, uh, talk a bit about what you like outside of athletics and school. Um, so outside of those two things, uh, I really like to travel. Um, my sister and I like to hike a lot. Um, we went to Colorado. We went to Gatlinburg. Um, we want to do more. It's just obviously pricing is expensive. Can't do it all the time. Um, and then with basketball, schedule limits it. Um, I just, I like to be outside a lot too. Um, walking, uh, I'll, I'll run sometimes depending on the day. <laughs> uh, but just being outdoors, especially when it's nice out, um, I enjoy doing that. Um, I like to hang out with my friends. Um, yeah, I feel like that's about, that's about it. <laughs> Where would be a dream place for you to go on a hike? I mean, Colorado is stunning, like absolutely gorgeous, but where it's like next, even if it's anywhere in the world, anywhere, let's go anywhere. World, oof, that would see. I would have to do some research. But if I had to pick right now, I want to go to Glacier, um, or Banff National Park up in Canada. Um, but it's also hard to say because the mountains are so different. Like out west, they get up there and they're snowy and stuff. But like down here, um, in like the Gatlinburg area. They're just different mountains. So like they each have their own, I guess, beauty to them. Um, but I think I want to go out west a little bit more. And then I'd have to research the rest of the world before I made that big decision. <laughs> I know the Swiss Alps would be high on mine. Like I just think it'd be so cool. Yes. Do you have a hiking story that like comes top of mind? Like this is a story, something funny that happened, something maybe where you got, I mean, I'd get probably lost. Uh, if I'm being honest, any, any story that comes to mind. And if not, that's fine. What do you, if you don't have a story, what do you like most? Just what do you like most about hiking? I mean, is it, mm -hmm. is it? 
Um, I don't have a specific story. I mean, there's little things that happen, like just randomly falling, tripping over your own feet. Uh, but I don't have a specific story. I've never gotten lost, and I really hope that never happens. Um, I think hiking, I enjoy the exercise part of it. Um, but then I also just like being outside, and then it just, I feel so like I could just think about it, anything and everything disconnected like usually you don't have any service and I like that feeling of just not being connected not having to be on my phone knowing that like I'm not going to get anything even if I was and then just the views um it's just it's always pretty it doesn't matter what it is um it's just beautiful out there and I just I don't know I like that idea I just feel free out there yeah is there any certain trails or anything that you like to go on in the Toledo area Mm, I've been to Oak Openings a little bit but none of them really compare so not really out here I'll go to some parks but again nothing crazy it's called black swamp breweries and it's very flat and uh, muddy <laughs> what are some of the things you get together with your friends what do you like to do with your teammates I, I know that you're already a close bunch but just what do you guys like to go do together and what like some of those things that keep you close um honestly there's sometimes that we could just be in the same room with each other and have the greatest time ever just I mean we have Q always doing something goofy you never know what she's going to pull next um but other than that we like to watch movies every now and then um play a lot of card games in the summer when we have a little bit more time there's a beach volleyball court over here um so we'll go play some sand volleyball cook some food have a little cookout um and then I think everybody just, I don't know, the attitude we have around each other is just good. And nobody's ever like, we're not fighting with each other. We just let little things like if there's something wrong, it just, we ignore it, we move on from it. Um, So just being, I guess, adults at that point, just knowing like it's not worth the time um, has just kept us very close. Who are the best beach volleyball players on the team? Q is pretty good. Q is good at everything. Come on now. (laughs) Um, Who else? I like to think I'm good. (laughs) <laughs> depending on the time if you're putting I was, together your best team you gotta play you gotta play coach call up you gotta play the, coach. okay. the coaches too yeah yeah all right all right I'm picking only one I'm gonna go with coach Paige just because she's tall I don't actually know if they're good or not but we're gonna say that she is I'm gonna take Soph Soph's good um Q myself I'm trying to think I'll take We'll try Yanni. I think Yanni's good. Can't remember. One more. Mm, Hannah. Hannah's tall. She's another tall one. Tall. So that's that's my six. We'll see how it goes. That's <laughs> a pretty tall power six. Yeah. Who's the best cook on the team? Best cook. Jada's pretty good. She likes to cook a lot. Now I can't say that I eat it all the time because if it's seafood, I won't eat it. And she likes to make that. But I know she's good at cooking. Everyone loves her food. Okay. Yeah, seafood person. Okay. Can't get behind it. No walleye. Nope. <laughs> I don't like me on that one. <laughs> it's a little different, you know. It's not for everybody. I used to not be a seafood. I don't know. You grow into it. You might. You might grow into it. So maybe. I hope not, so. Not I even sushi. No sushi. No, I've tried it before, and it's just something about it. I can still taste that fishy taste. And yeah, yeah. Consistency for yeah. sure. Shrimp tempura is good though because it's like fried, so it's like maybe I would like that. I think I've had the 
what are they like the crab ragoons or something i don't know they're like oh, yeah, crab yeah. probably no crab in it. crab yeah. yeah i always think there's no crab in it there's no way it's not that's probably why i like it <laughs> <laughs> they just they just call it that there's no there's no way i don't know what it is i've never known what it is but it's funny that you bring that up i always I don't know. I see it in stores and stuff. I'm like, there's no crab in that. <laughs> Pride. Something inside. I don't know. So anyway. So what else, are there? Um, you guys are going to be hitting the road um, soon. To I'm guessing tomorrow, right? Maybe. Yeah, we don't know when yet, but tomorrow. <laughs> okay. And um, like, what is that? What are those road trips like with you guys? That's one thing. Is it? Are you? Are you taking a bus? Do you know? Are you flying? I think we're flying. I'm pretty sure. Oh, we're you're flying. flying. Okay. And just how? How is that? How is your road trip experience usually with you guys? How do you stay loose? What do you do on the road trips? Um, road trips can be sometimes if like we play early Saturday morning and we don't go till late Friday. Like, there's not much to it. We just get to our hotel, kind of go to sleep, maybe watch film, wake up, and then it almost like you got to go play basically. Um, but when we have some more time, like in Cleveland, um, again, sometimes just like being in the room with each other, just talking, having a good time. Other times um, we'll get together and watch uh, like a show. Um, I know I did that a lot with Ella and Yanni. We were watching Prison Break in Cleveland. Um, sometimes coach gets us ice cream. So that's that's always a that's a good day. Um, but other than that, just in the hotel there's not much else um we can do if our men's team is playing we'll watch their game um but that's about it what are your top three netflix shows to binge while you're on the road outer banks is really good um what else is on there? i honestly don't watch a lot of tv if i'm being honest yeah, i don't either outer banks is on netflix i know Prison Break has been good. We were binging that, but it's on Hulu. Um, and then if I need a show that like I'm not paying any attention to, I've watched <laughs> sorry, I've watched Grey's Anatomy um a few times. So that's always a good one. That's a good one. That's a classic. You can, although I can't ever fall asleep to Grey's Anatomy because like something dramatic happens and I'm like, What's Yeah, that's true. <laughs> if you're not like if it's just like background noise, maybe, but it is pretty crazy. Nice. Well, you guys are, um, you know, we'll be gearing up, uh, clearly coming in to the NCAA tournament on fire. And uh, congratulations to you guys on such a uh, successful season um, this year uh, to date, right? And uh, we look forward to watching you more this weekend. Uh, hopefully, you know, we're we're gearing up and and promoting some some big wins and and everything this weekend. But you know, congratulations again on on the season, on the championship here in Cleveland, and and moving on to the NCAA tournament. Um, I don't think there's many teams probably looking at that bracket that are like we we don't we don't want to face the Rockets. We don't want to face them. So, um, you know, all the best to you and your teammates, and you know, we look forward to watching you this weekend. Thank you. Thank you.